Hi, this is Randall with Business Partner Blueprint, welcoming you back to another episode of the Blueprint Pros Podcast, where we discuss how to land big corporate contracts, and today, I'm so wonderful I can't stand myself. We're going to continue on today in our Opportunity Everywhere series. Uh, The backstory on that is the question is not if opportunity exists, the question is where should you look and how do you identify it? And so... A really, really good one was in uh, in the paper today. Uh, let me read you the headline here. Microsoft and Kroger are taking on Amazon with a futuristic grocery store pilot. Now, this one is fascinating for a number of different reasons. Uh, let's get into a little bit of the meat. Uh, it says the, the key points here are the two outfitted Kroger locations, will feature digital shelving displays with real-time price updates and product information. The displays will also feature digital advertisements personalized to the individual shopper. And it says the pilot is reminiscent of Amazon's new age shopping uh, software. Interesting. So why is Kroger doing this? Well, let's go on a little farther. Microsoft and Kroger are taking on Amazon's cashierless stores with their own futuristic grocery store pilot. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. And <clears throat> why is this a, a, a significant issue for Kroger? Well, let's see. It goes on to say that uh, the move deepens the partnership between the two companies. Huh. Okay, Microsoft and Kroger have been working together, which is partly a response to Amazon's move into grocery stores with its 2017 acquisition of Whole Foods. Ah, so Kroger's not seeding the the uh, food um, market to Amazon here. This is their response to that. Okay, as Amazon's retail business pushes into more in- industries, Amazon Web Services is starting to experience a backlash. Kroger is joining the likes of Walmart and Target and finding other vendors to handle their massive workloads for their digital and e-commerce offerings. Well, there you have it. And what I just read to you in in that last sentence, Kroger is joining the likes of Walmart and Target and finding other vendors to handle their massive workloads for their digital and e-commerce offerings is the heart of the business partner blueprint and a strategic alliance. And if you recall, one of the things that I've mentioned to you over and over and over again, it's it's not an issue of whether you can do business with the big boys it's how do you find out what you don't know to create the solutions you haven't yet imagined? Well, here's one of those things you don't know. What's going on with the big boys that determines their strategic direction, their market competitiveness, where it is they're going to invest their corporate dollars, where do they see the future of their business, and what moves are they making right this minute in order to position their companies to continue to be successful. And if you understand that, if you just read the newspaper, if you just read the business pages and see what's going on with them, then you can do what 
your competitor, the supplier that you're competing with, that's working with the big boys, have been doing since the beginning of time. They have either willingly or brought dragging and screaming had to keep up with the market changes and direction that the big boys have been making. Now, this particular article is truly fascinating because if you've been paying attention to Microsoft, you saw that they did a very similar program with Walmart not more than about three, four months ago. So Microsoft, as a supplier to the big boys, it's executing a channel strategy trying to lock down everybody else in the uh, food uh, and grocery industry that um, is looking to position themselves against Amazon. Now, we talk about strategic alliances and your business partner blueprint. What's fascinating about this is clearly, in the case of Kroger, they have enough money that they could have done this themselves. But did, did you catch what I said in that last sentence? It said, Walmart and Target, Kroger is joining the likes of Walmart and Target and finding other vendors to handle their massive workloads for their digital and e-commerce offerings. I'm going to say this. I'm, let, let me rephrase this. Kroger thinks like Walmart and Target it's more advantageous for them to find a strategic partner to handle their massive workloads for their digital and e-commerce offerings rather than them making the investment in those two fields themselves. What this sentence doesn't say is that Walmart understands their core business and their core business is procuring product and services, getting it on the shelves and getting it out to people uh, at low cost because Walmart will tell you they're the low cost provider. And Kroger, in this case, is equally competent as a grocer. A grocer is core competent at sourcing product, food product, getting it in the store and getting it out to the consumer. That's their business. That's what they do. Okay, and what they're saying here is that they are not going to take on, quote, the massive workloads for their digital and e-commerce offerings. So rather than build a huge uh, IT business just to take on that, what did they do? They found a strategic partner. Now, let's go on because this gets rather fascinating. It says here we go. Video analytics systems will alert store associates to low inventories. Location-specific data will be stored and processed on Microsoft's Azure cloud infrastructure. Now, I don't want to get overly technical on this, um, but what I want you to kind of think about, because we oftentimes talk about uh, your business partner blueprint being based on your core business and you matching your core business with a potential partner's core business and you guys create a, a, a competitive footprint where you go to the market and you just take over. That's the secret sauce. Okay. Now in this article, what it just said is uh, Microsoft will be using their Azure cloud infrastructure. Now the, the long and short of that statement 
is the one thing you have to know about Microsoft is although Microsoft started off doing PCs, Microsoft's bread and butter has always been in enterprise business. Microsoft has always locked down corporate business. The reason Microsoft was slow to respond to the Apple threat was because Microsoft told Apple, hey, look, if you want to go after uh, um, creatives, go after architects and des uh, graphic designers and education, we'll concede that space to you because we've got the big money with large corporations. And what they did was they created stuff like um, uh, Microsoft Office and uh, Microsoft um, uh, Exchange for doing email on uh, Microsoft Outlook, their email server. And it, they knew that it was very difficult for large corporations to abandon those platforms once a corporation had rolled them out to tens and hundreds of thousands of employees. Microsoft knew that. But Microsoft starts seeing Apple go after corporate business because Apple made it easy for corporations to use their Microsoft architecture to integrate into the Apple platform. Now, what I want you to take away from this, because the details of all of that is unimportant, is that Apple found a way to start eating at Microsoft's um, a bread basket, their, their, their core business, enterprise business. And Microsoft now is coming back and going, nope, 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 the new Microsoft is back. And enterprise business has always been our bread and butter. It's always been our core. Um, we are a software company. We are not a hardware company, Apple. Apple integrates software and hardware. Microsoft is purely software. They've dabbled in hardware just to do proof of concept around their software. But software is their bread and butter in their home. And they're saying right now, we are coming to market with new solutions for our bread and butter customer, big companies, and they're extending into mid-size and, and small business as well. Um, but we're going to go with them and offer them creative solutions to address tomorrow's problems. In other words, Microsoft is being very, very clear on their core. And this Microsoft Azure cloud infrastructure product along with Microsoft's cloud computing infrastructure in general, it's where they believe they're going to take um, big customers and being more flexible in dealing with customer demands. And what, what else does this, this, this press release say? It says, what Microsoft hopes to offer, um, the two Kroger stores where they're piloting this right now will feature Digital shelving displays with real-time price updates and product information, as well as digital advertisements personalized to each shopper. Okay. Now, I've spent 11 minutes kind of walking you through strategically what's going on with both these companies, why it's important to them. And what I really want you to take away from this is this is exactly how you should be putting your business together for your business plan for the next three, five years out. I know you, you may have some issues right now. You might be going, Randall, look, I'm trying to uh, keep my doors open for the, the, the next 
three months, the next three weeks, the next three days. You're talking about three years out. Oh, my goodness. You've got to find a way to put this picture together. You've got to find a way to zero in on what's your core business. And you've got to find a way to make it so that you can do more of what you're best at. And that's exactly what you see going on here with Kroger and Microsoft. Kroger is going, here's where we're good at. We're not going to get distracted doing the things we're not good at. Uh, we know they need to be done. Therefore, we're going to find a partner who is best in class at doing the things that we're not good at and working together. We're going to get where we need to be. That is the essence of your business partner blueprint. That's what you need to be looking at doing. And for the purpose of our opportunity series also in this article you should be asking yourself not only how might I go about doing this if I were trying to set my own business up for this what are the products and services that my company could offer to Microsoft and Kroger to help well let's think about what they're gonna need uh, this says that they're going to come up with digital shelving displays. Uh, are they going to have to remove their old shelving? Uh, are they going to need people to do that? Are they going to have to uh, recycle their old uh, shelving units? What, what do these shelving units of the future look like? Who's going to make them? Where are they going to come from? What are they going to do with the, with the shelves that they're going to retire? It says uh, they're going to have real-time price updates. Okay. I trust that between the two of them, they'll figure out how that's going to happen. But somewhere, they're going to need somebody inputting that information and managing that process and make sure they have tight controls. Because now the big thing is going to be, um, you know, somebody easily takes a, well, I mean, the information is just going to be changing so fast. So whatever system they've got to put in place to make sure that they keep those that pricing accurate, somebody's got to manage that entire process. Um, and they're going to have to get more uh, better information from their vendors so that they can more accurately manage their margins rather than doing this manually uh, posting information on the shelf and having somebody go through and do that. They now will be able to electronically feed that in and they're going to need a, a process to manage that. They may or may not work with a third comp third party company to do that. But if your company offers <clears throat> Walmart or Microsoft a solution that helps them to figure out how to manage that pricing process they might be open to that um, that was probably a stretch because that's probably their core business uh, for them to control that pricing but they might have somebody work with them they may not outsource it uh, you've got the issue of them offering digital advertisements huh how are they going to figure out uh, who who who's going to advertise? Will they need an advertising agency, a marketing firm, or somebody else to help them figure out how to do that? Are they going to allow advertisement from local advertising or just national advertisers just for their just for their vendors? How are they going to manage that entire process? And the advertisements are going to be personalized to each shopper. Huh? What does that look like? What kind of technology is going to be required to make that happen? Um, what does that customer experience looks like? Who are the people that are going to manage that process? What kind of help are they going to need? You see where I'm going here? 
you, you've got just just a lot of information right here in this where if you start saying okay not only is Microsoft not only have they targeted uh, Walmart not only have they uh, worked with Target they now are going with Kroger all three of these are in the fortune 500 and oh by the way uh, everybody else is 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 not standing still. Everybody else is trying to figure out how they are going to move to support this. Because if you catch at the beginning what I said, which is what really truly makes this revolutionary, is when Amazon did this. Amazon's here. Here it is. Microsoft and Kroger are taking on Amazon's cash cashierless stores with their own futuristic grocery store pilot. So now they're going to do all of this without cashiers. Oh my goodness. Now, if you recall, we talked about uh, um, uh, uh, driverless cars. We talked about drones. So now we're getting away from cashierless stores and you potentially could have groceries delivered to your house. My goodness, who was it? General Motors just had driverless um, uh, cars where you can put groceries on a driverless vehicle and the vehicle will show up at your door and all you have to do is just go out grab your groceries because um, it's going to bring them to you to your house They're like oh my goodness so when you start looking at the futuristic grocery store um, you start saying okay these companies are go going to look for vendors who are innovative and creative to help them figure out how they need to move forward and do all of this and oh by the way they still have to get the day-to-day -day business of running their business done. All right. So I want you to start thinking through, wow, how might my company participate in this? There's got to be a way. Uh, I didn't go through an exhaustive list of all the things that they could potentially need. We just don't have enough time here. But once you start thinking about what you do and you start thinking about how it is that uh, people have used it in the past and how might you either deploy it in the exact same way or if you were to make a minor modification could you deploy it in these environments and oh by the way if you can't do all of it when you start thinking of the size and scope in this case Kroger and Microsoft are just taking on a pilot with two stores but imagine what a global rollout looks like if you start saying if I'm gonna follow them and I'm gonna support them for more than just the two stores then like they did okay they made the decision of here's what Walmart's gonna do here's what they want uh, Microsoft to do if you're gonna roll this out with with uh, with uh, Kroger going forward it's like, what are the things that you need to do and what are the things you need a partner to do? The big boys, this is their blueprint. This is their business partner blueprint. This is their strategic alliance. We see it right now. We see right now Microsoft is, uh, is just lining up strategic alliance customers like there's no tomorrow. And you should be doing the exact same thing. There you have it. This is a good one. I love this one. This one was great. Um, and, and this is really and truly when you come to one of our classes, this is what we spend uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time, energy and detail on how to put these kinds of partnerships together. This is why we call it the business partner blueprint. We talk about how you do this right. But that's it for today. Uh, please go to www.blueprintpros.com and get on our email list. 
uh, I want to keep you up to date on new episodes and I want to share with you other exciting news. Uh, while you're there, take the opportunity, uh, leave me a message. Let me know what you're thinking. And uh, let me know if you thought this topic uh, was 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 of value, if it had some merits or the your 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 top takeaways from this episode. I'd love to hear hear that from you. And oh, by the way, I might feature your comments in one of our upcoming episodes. And by all means, please share this podcast with your your uh, business colleagues and friends. Um, we 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 want to get the word out, and we want to help as many small business owners as we can start uh, moving their business in a grander, bigger direction, so that you can uh, f- have your business contribute to the passion projects that um, you knew you could do after your business achieved the level of success that you always dreamt it could. This is Randall signing off for the day. See you on the other side. Bye for now. <laughs>